This is Fresh Tracks Weekly. This week we are going to talk about YouTube and social media and why certain hunting content seems to rise to the top and why certain things come across your individual feed. But before that, we have a few news stories that we found interesting this week. In Wyoming, a bill is currently making its way through the State House of Representatives that would pay private landowners who have elk grazing on their property. This bill would offer affected landowners 150% of the market value of the grass. The payments to do this would total around $1.7 million and come out of the Wyoming Game and Fish Department's budget, which is funded through hunting and fishing license sales. The idea of reimbursing landowners for wildlife damage isn't a new one but paying them 150% of market value is. In order to be eligible for payment, landowners would need to demonstrate a loss of 15% or more of their overall forage on their deeded or state leased land. In theory, the intention of this bill is to incentivize Wyoming Game and Fish Department to lower elk numbers where they are over objective. Wyoming Game and Fish Chief Warden Rick King expressed concerns of paying such high rates, noting that it could potentially have the opposite effect and incentivize landowners to harbor elk as it could be more profitable than conducting normal ranching practices. Wyoming Stock Growers Association lobbyist Jim Magagna rebutted this by saying that ranchers and landowners are not in the business of growing elk and that they're in the business of raising sheep or cattle. Multiple sportsman groups, including the Theodore Roosevelt Conservation Partnership and the Wyoming Wildlife Federation, have been quick to voice concerns against this bill, stating that it would disincentivize collaboration between all the stakeholders and that taking such a large portion of the game and fish budget and putting it towards damage would be tough on sportsmen who are the ones ultimately funding it. In Colorado, the allocation of big game licenses has been modified for the upcoming season to increase resident tags and decrease non-resident tags. Previously, the breakdown was 65% of the licenses were allocated to residents, with 35% going to non-residents. Starting in 2024, 75% of the licenses will go to residents, with 25% going to non-residents. This being said, the high demand hunt codes were already at 80% to residents and 20% to non-residents. That will remain the same. This is another example of the trend that we've seen where states are shifting towards favoring their residents, and I don't blame them. The only kicker is that often a significant portion of the state agency's funding comes from non-resident license sales. But as long as the department finds other ways to fund themselves and resident hunters are on board, it kind of makes sense. In Mississippi, a bill was recently introduced to create a turkey stamp that is similar to the federal duck stamp, but to fund turkey-specific conservation projects within the state. If you're unfamiliar with the federal duck stamp, it's a $25 stamp that all migratory bird hunters in the U.S. must purchase annually. 98% of those funds go directly towards purchasing or protecting wetland habitat, and in 90 years has raised over $1.1 billion conserving over 6 million acres. It is regarded as one of the greatest conservation tools ever. So, it's easy to see why Mississippi would want to model a stamp program after it. If enacted, the stamp would be a mandatory purchase for anyone over the age of 16 to hunt turkeys in Mississippi, costing $10 annually for residents and $100 for non-residents. The funds raised from the stamp sales would only be able to be used for projects approved by the commission for the purpose of protecting and propagating wild turkey and for the development, restoration, maintenance, or preservation of wetlands. The addition of the wetlands part might seem odd to some, but our resident Midwestern turkey expert Blake Phelps explained that a lot of turkey nesting habitat exists on the edge of wetlands, likely providing additional security from predators. So conserving those wetlands makes sense. 
Turkey hunters have been the ones advocating for these types of stamps, so much so that a few years ago, the camel brand Mossy Oak offered a commemorative stamp where the proceeds went directly towards turkey conservation. But by having the stamp be a mandatory purchase in Mississippi, it could take a significant step forward in fundraising. The only concern of the stamp program would be that additional $100 fee to non-residents, which could or could not be a deterrent and shift hunting pressure to other states with lower fees. Hopefully it wouldn't be enough of an issue, but something to think about. Anyway, the passage of this bill would go a long way in funding turkey conservation within Mississippi, and so far it seems to have overwhelmingly positive support from hunters. In Oregon, a petition to get a ballot initiative to quote, end animal cruelty is somehow still a thing. We've talked a bit about this in the past, how there was an attempt to get this on the ballot which failed in 2022, but it's back and they're making another go of it. Initiative IP3 would change animal cruelty laws to make it illegal to kill or harm any animal for any reason other than self-defense. It would make all hunting, trapping, and fishing illegal. It would make ranching illegal unless the rancher wanted to purely operate an animal sanctuary. Reading through the proponents of IP3's webpage, it's obviously work of completely delusional group of individuals. It's so far out there, so far-fetched, that honestly it almost felt like not worth mentioning because it seems like it could never happen. However, the people of Oregon, Portland in particular, continue to surprise me with how many people are actually signing this petition. Ballot initiatives in Oregon require petitioners to get signatures from 6% of the previous election's turnout, which is around 112,000 people for the upcoming ballot. The petitioners have secured significant funding and are paying people $30 an hour to go out and collect signatures. It's unclear exactly how many people have signed the petition, but last year they announced reaching over 30,000 signatures. Something to keep an eye on, it still seems incredibly unlikely to me, but who knows. In Nevada, the first ever moose season was officially approved for the fall 2024 season. The population has been increasing in the state in recent years with an adult survival rate of around 98%, coupled with high calf survivals between 55 and 73%. The hunting season was developed in cooperation with biologists from Utah and Idaho as the moose population moves amongst those three states, but Nevada has seen nearly a 300% increase in moose observations in 2023. The Nevada Department of Wildlife is excited to offer a new hunting opportunity and also to be able to collect age and health data from hunter-killed moose. It's always encouraging to see stories where more hunting opportunities are being offered rather than less. Pretty cool stuff. All right, that's it for news this week. For a deeper dive, we are talking about YouTube and social media algorithms and why certain content seems to rise to the top. The algorithm. The algorithm. I don't know what the algorithm is. I don't think anybody knows what the algorithm is, but I guess in reference to YouTube, which we're a part of, obviously. Yep. Most people are probably watching this on YouTube right now. Yeah. And the social media and whatever internet sites. Anything that's digital. Yeah. It's driven by an algorithm. Right. And so what is the algorithm? Who is the algorithm? Yeah. I don't think anybody don't truly know. understands yeah, I wish, the I wish intricacies I of it. answers to that. Other yeah. We'd be yeah. getting a lot more. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I think I think one thing, one thing that, like, prompted this discussion is I feel like there's a lot often rhetoric of people that say, you know, why is there so much bad content? And spe specifically hunting content, because right. that's the world that we're in. We talk about hunting content. Yep. So it's like, why is so much so much of the hunting content so bad? Yeah. And so that's the question that we're trying to answer. And maybe yeah. maybe they're referring to our content, and too. And maybe I they are. I don't know. But this yeah. I mean, Michael, you run our YouTube channel. You got to deal with the algorithm every day. Yeah. And you're out there trying to figure out what's the best way to title yeah. and tag and everything else. Yeah. 
And a lot of times I'm like, F the algorithm. Yeah. This is what we're going to tell our audience. I don't care what the algorithm says. <laughs> and we pay for yeah. that. <laughs> but, yeah. So, I mean, you, you live it, breathe it. Yeah. I think, simply put, I mean, I think the algorithm is just what, like, I mean, if you look at my, my homepage on my YouTube channel for my personal account, it's all the videos that I watch. So, like, if you're complaining about hunting content that's bad, you, you're watching it. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, it's really, I mean, I feel like it's just geared towards your search habits, what you, what, you know, you wind up viewing the longest and what have you. So it, it's, it's right. just very complicated calculations and, and machine learning about what is Marcus's preference? Yeah. What does he watch? What causes him to stay engaged longer? What will he share? What will he like? What will he comment on? Whether the algorithm doesn't know if it's a good comment or a bad comment. It's yeah. a comment. Yeah. No, I feel like I... It does a pretty good job at, in terms of YouTube. Like, I feel like it serves me up videos that I'm interested in. Right. Uh, I was, me, Michael and I were just talking about this earlier today. I feel like it, it even takes into time of day, potentially. I've been curious about this because I've noticed that, uh, like, there, there are certain videos that I'll watch in the morning. Often yeah. I'll, like, watch, like, a comedy video, like some comedian or whatever. Yeah. And I feel like it'll more often serve those up to me in yeah. the morning. Yeah. Which is weird. No, but it's, it's not like, weird. Yeah. It's it it's it is calculating all that. Yeah, <clears throat> and that's why they're so protected, right? I I we we think the U.S. Department of Defense has like high thresholds for getting into their systems. Every one of these digital technology companies, really, what is the key to their system is these complex algorithms. Yeah, that they have, and a lot of it now is. You know, if you want to call it AI or machine learning or whatever, it's just saying, okay, Marcus comes in at 8 o'clock. He's got his coffee. He likes to watch this one joker. Let's serve him up. Yeah. Somebody, we know that 40 people out of 45 who watch that joker Marcus has been watching also watch this guy. Yeah. And so all of a sudden you get that. Right. It, it is all a feedback loop. Yeah. Really what it is. So that's why I tell people, you're the algorithm. Right. You, you, it, the algorithm isn't this mysterious person or being or corporation or entity out there. It's a calculation that's a feedback loop about everything you do and that people do collectively. Mm -hmm. And it's designed to satisfy what your interests are. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like, so one of the criticisms i think is people are like why do i get keep getting served such crappy videos like i don't i don't want to watch this stuff <laughs> but well, then and do you think like crappy is in like they don't Whatever they don't like it is. because right. i mean it could I, every, be a, everybody it, has their own definition right yeah, yeah. i feel but, like what you're kind of getting at is like what we were talking about in this the car earlier today is like some i feel like sometimes you're like attracted to things that you don't agree with i guess like you want to hear the like a, a conflicting viewpoint or something for sure and so like i told marcus in the car today there's like this family joke that i have with my mom because uh when i was like a younger kid like there, this radio song came on just like i said turn this up i hate this song you know <laughs> it's like it's like 
I don't know. I I didn't really like the song, but I wanted to to listen to it. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of truth to that. Yeah. Like there's definitely right. t- there's videos too that it's just like, man, I don't want. I shouldn't click on this, but then I do. Yeah. I just like can't. It's like stuff you like can't look away from. It's like the classic. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it used to be whatever you know Yahoo recommended articles or something. Just like yeah. just horrible, stupid <clears throat> articles, and yeah. it's like. Why are these here? And then you click on them and read them, and like that's why they're that's there. That's why they are there. And that's the same concept, I think, for some of the mm-hmm. the videos that get recommended to people or it, Instagram it pages or whatever it is. Absolutely the case. So if you share a video, if you like it, if you engage in it, you're going to get more of that. So right. if it's content that you think is, I don't care, offensive or whatever it might be. distasteful yeah if you click on that and you watch it or you're scrolling your instagram and you hover on that and you look at it you better be ready for a whole bunch more of those (laughs) because you're going to get them right you know and here's kind of a funny thing we we have our own if you want to call it social media platform our hunt talk forum but i get to moderate it there is no algorithm there (laughs) but Right now, there's a, a thread out there. It's got, it's 276 pages long, has 560,000 views, and it's called Great Social Media Posts. <laughs> so people are taking what they find to be funny, offensive, grotesque, poor taste, Instagram posts, and they're linking them into this thread. Yeah. That just drives, anytime you link or share something, it drives it way up in the algorithm score. So, this becomes a feedback loop of whoever is posting those is going to get more of whatever it is that they're saying they don't like. Well, and you say say that there's no algorithm in Hunt Talk, but there is at a very basic level, right? In terms of... Each of us. Yeah, it's just each individual response of, like, some controversial thread is probably going to get a lot more responses, a lot more views, a lot Mm -hmm. more interactions. Right than something that might be just trivial, whatever. Right. And so that it's just like people are attracted to drama. They're attracted to just controversy, whatever it is that, I don't know. There's there's something about it, I feel like. Well, offensive, poor quality, whatever content across any platform. Yeah. Not just hunting. Across any platform exists because there is an audience. High-quality content or beneficial content will only exist if there's an audience. Right. If there is no audience, these platforms will not push it out. Yeah. They're going to just put it to a dark hole, which demonstrates that these algorithms and these platforms are consumer and user-driven. They're not producer-driven. If we did a video about saving the world from hunger, but nobody watched it, YouTube wouldn't share it with anybody because there's no economic reason for them to do that if nobody's going to watch it. Right. But if we did a video about how to beat your neighbor (laughs) and it got 2 million views, it would get shared everywhere. Why? Not because of the quality of the content one way or the other, but because of how the audience engages in it. And that's why I say you, the audience, are the algorithm. Right. We aren't the algorithm who produce content. We throw it out there, and it either sinks or swims. Yeah. No, it's so. definitely user-driven. I think, you know, if you don't like 
a certain video, don't you should. Yeah, you should probably not watch it. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I think. It's hilarious too, because like, I mean, we get our fair share of negative comments mm-hmm. on our YouTube videos, and it's like, this isn't even like with television. You know, you can change the channel, but right. I mean, now that you have the World Wide Web, the internet, you can literally change it in the second's notice to whatever you want. You can yep. type anything into that box and you can yep. find all sorts of stuff. But then they still like, no, I'm going to watch this and I'm going to be mad at it. And I'm going to comment how much I hate this. Yeah. And like, okay, yeah. like whatever. <laughs> it's yeah. just like, it's like, yeah, it just goes yeah, right like back it, to your, your, I feel like if you're being algorithm, a bunch of stuff, like if you're, your homepage on YouTube or if you're on Instagram and, uh, your like for you page or like the discovery page is like just full of stuff that you don't like. You're probably not like very like you're probably negatively <laughs> engaging with a lot of things. Like <laughs> and you're just seeking out things that you don't like. I right. Mean, yeah. I don't know. I, I, a lot of people don't like an algorithm, but in my case, I actually really like it, man, because it serves me the stuff I like to see. Yeah. You I know. I've honestly been very like, impressed and pleased with it yeah like it 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 serves me up videos that i i want to see often yeah Mm -hmm. which i don't know that's the purpose of it yeah yeah it would be interesting to see of the of the respondents of people who say that the algorithm just serves them up trash videos and crappy videos like What's their happiness level? That's yeah. That's, that's <laughs> where I'm at, like, man. It's like, like, like if you're just getting, overall, <laughs> if you're getting served fresh tracks videos all the time and you're just like leaving negative, I just I don't get it. You know. Well, the reason that you would get served, say say it's someone who, because some people have emailed us. My job every morning is to get up and and comment negatively on your videos. Okay, knock yourself out, man. <laughs> and they're you probably, are just helping yeah. us in the algorithm <laughs> by leaving a comment. Right. The algorithm doesn't say, oh, this guy was happy or mad or pleased or whatever. It doesn't yeah. reach that point of intelligence yet. So it's like, hey, man, somebody commented. Any new, any PR is good PR. Yeah. And I'm not saying this to try to, like, justify, no. like, what might be deemed bad content. I don't, right. like, I think there is a lot of cringy, a lot of horrible stuff out there in the hunting world. Mm-hmm. And I just, like, I, I see it. And I don't click on it. Right. And I, I think that often, like, I'm aware of a lot of channels out there that I'm like, man, I, I find that very cringy. And, like, and I don't get it served up to me. Yep. I just don't. Yeah. Yep. Like, and I'm, I'm very aware of them. Yep. And, I, and my YouTube is full of hunting recommendations and gun channels and shooting yep. stuff and all sorts of things. <laughs> and, like, largely it does not show me some channels that are, re- like, huge like very popular among some audience but not me and like so in that terms i feel like that's where i think it's doing a good job and again everybody's like definition of what is bad and cringy and whatever is going to be different for every individual yeah but it's like if you personally think that it's bad then stop watching it and it's like it's the most simple (laughs) like thing in the world but it's like nobody is forcing you to watch this. Right. And you don't it, have to watch it. And if it offends you, if enough people do what Marcus says and they quit watching, quit sharing, quit linking, quit engaging, it will go away. Yeah. That, it's just that simple. That's how it works. Yeah. And if we're producing shitty content, nobody should be watching it and it should go away and we should go find other jobs. Right. Yeah. I'm no. confident in saying that. Yeah. Yeah. That that's how the algorithm works. Yeah. No, so. I, 
Yeah, I feel like you. I mean, you've talked about how you agree with with people like oh, yeah. Matt, Matt Ranello or yeah. Hunt, Hunt Quietly. Like you agree, like very I much absolutely ag- agree with them on that. We like, might disagree on a lot of other things, yeah, but they are like, on to something. With like, if, yeah, when that. they say quit watching, quit liking, quit sharing, quit engaging, yeah. that is how things are going to change in the digital world that is driven by algorithms. Yeah, yeah that's for sure. Truth. They're a hundred percent on target with that. And I support them on that. Yeah. And some people be like, well, you guys produce media. You, your algorithms distribute, determine who sees your media. Why would you support him? Because it makes sense. <laughs> That's what we just spent the last 20 minutes talking about. Yeah. So you, viewer, you are the algorithm, not us. Yeah. So all that said, I, I definitely strive and really want to produce good content mm-hmm. that I think is going to have right. a positive, you know, a positive outcome in right. terms of the hunting world, conservation, whatever the topic is that we're doing. And so right. and that's, that's where I hope that, you know, when it's not good content, yeah, call it out, but also don't watch it. Yeah. Just like, that's, that's the simplest yeah. thing to do is just don't watch it. If it's bad, right. don't promote it. Don't share it. Don't watch it. Yeah. I would like to leave people with this thought. We've been producing content for 16 years. Yeah. The last 10 of it digitally. Some of our highest quality stuff that is strictly conservation-based. I mean, like films about blacktail conservation, about rivers not being dammed, get hardly any views. But if I were to do a video that says, Randy Gut shoots a bull elk at (laughs) 200 yards with his bow... It would blow up. It would. So what does that tell you about how we we collectively over decades have trained the hunting consumer, the the media consumer? Yeah. They don't want to be bothered with conservation stuff that we do anyhow, whether they're going to watch it or not. But if someone gut shoots an elk at 200 yards with a a field point, everybody and their brother is going to watch it. Right. Yeah, and, and people are attracted to negativity, which is, I guess, that's frustrating. That's but the human condition. Yeah, and I, but they're also attracted to entertainment. Mm-hmm. And so I guess that, to me, is like the million-dollar question is, like, I want to produce an entertaining video that still has a positive message, whether that's a conservation message, uh, promoting habitat, yep. access, whatever it is, the things that we're about, mm-hmm. but... Without that entertainment value, you can't get people to watch it. And so I feel like that's the that's the goal, I feel like, in our minds is like, yeah. how do you find that balance right. of we want to produce an entertaining video? We don't want it to be a negative thing. That's right. not what that's not how we want no. people to to click the video. No. But it, it is it's a constant battle and struggle. Cause with that and then even like we'll talk we could talk about thumbnails. Like If somebody doesn't click on the video, then they're not going to watch it. So like we, I shouldn't, I don't know if I should say we fall into the trap, but like, like you kind of have, Well, yeah, you have to like, yeah, it's like clickbait esque videos, right? Like, I mean, I I think a video a couple weeks ago, we titled like managing wildlife into the ground. Yeah. Cause that's just like, it's a, it's a little edgy. Like, Oh, what, like, what's this about? Like try to get people to, Mm -hmm. to click the video. So it's just like, I don't know. It's a balancing act of like uh, this. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I struggle with it every day. Michael's, yeah. the, you guys, we all struggle with it yeah. every day. I mean, Michael will do a thumbnail and it'll be like, what do you guys think of this? Does, is it true to what the content is? Yeah. yeah. Okay. 
If he thinks it's good, he's the one who knows thumbnails better than anybody. As long as it's true to our, the content of the yeah. video. Yeah. Yeah. Michael's, I'm not the guy to say. Because <laughs> I just put the picture of a, you know, a sunset or something there. No one, you know, my thumbnails are like the worst in the world. Yeah. That's why I'm not allowed to make them. <laughs> even if I knew how, but. You, you, yeah, we, no, we I think that, that I, fine line yeah, every day. You got that's what I was gonna say is you just gotta find the fine line. Like, I don't want to trick people into watching a video by a thumbnail that has like absolutely nothing to do with that the video. Right. Like, you gotta find the most entertaining part of that video, or like, like uh, what am I trying to say? Informational, or like the the real heavy hitter part of that video, and like put it into picture form, so yeah. that yeah. people know what they're about to get themselves into. So. It's tough. I mean, especially like some of those conserva- like the conservation videos. It's hard, but I'm yeah. trying to figure out a way to to get people <laughs> in on them. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, the video like how to be an advocate or c- civics right. for hunters and right. like just nobody watches no, them. No, we should have because we were we very very been. honest in the thumbnail and the, <laughs> right. and nobody yes. clicks we on them. We should have clubbed a should have had a lead pipe <laughs> clubbing a rainbow trout on the head. <laughs> <laughs> then it would have got all kinds of clicks. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's tough. It's uh, it's anyhow. I I feel that we're lucky to be in this situation. I feel that we have been provided something that comes with a lot of responsibility, and I appreciate how every day, every piece of content we produce, whether it's uh, a social media post that you guys do, a YouTube video, a podcast we do, every one of those we make these considerations of where is that fine line. Yeah. And we know a lot of times, you know what? People aren't going to watch it or listen to it because of what it is. But I don't care. That's <laughs> what I'm here to do. Yeah. So that's what I'm showing up to do every day. And it seems like the people that do watch those videos that we think, like, maybe they aren't going to watch, like, they really care about, like, right. the things that we care about. Yeah. You know, like, we, we realize that, like, conservation is the most sexiest thing out there. <laughs> no. You know? But it's, like, it's very important to all of us that work here. Yeah. And uh, so we definitely appreciate those people who do like take the time to watch those videos because they're some of the ones that we care about the most over than, you For know, sure. just like shooting a big bull elk with a, right. With a yeah. bow. Yeah. And then, I mean, like, and as I, just, I don't know why this popped into my head, but obviously there's like a whole nother category of like how to videos that we do or mm-hmm. trying to help people with whatever it is. Yeah. And so that's just kind of a, I guess that's almost in a different category, but yeah. um yeah, some of the same principles still apply. Yeah. But I'd also say, like, just leaving it with, with this is, like, if you're not happy with the stuff that you're seeing in your feed, it's your fault. Like, you, yeah. need, <laughs> you, need, you, need to, you need to, like, figure out, like, just watch videos that you like. If you're fe- being fed things that you don't like, then don't watch the video for lo- a long time. I mean, you're obviously watching the videos that, <laughs> that they're – like YouTube sees how long you're you're watching things for. Same with Instagram, same with Facebook. It's it's not. I mean, we don't understand it completely, but like those are the metrics they look at. Is like how long are you viewing this video? Did you comment on it? Like you said, did you share yeah. it? And if you're not happy with it, then start watching things that you like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, like, and you'll probably become a much happier person yeah, because of it. And too. there's also ways like you can you can click like there's you can click like show me less of this. On, yeah. on Instagram, yeah. on Facebook, on anything. So, like, 
you know, like I go through yeah. phases all the time of like, I'm obsessed with fly fishing. I'm obsessed with reloading. I'm obsessed with guns, you know, and like, you'll see that change to your algorithm and stuff. And then right. like, you know, it's like, okay, I'm tired of seeing all this fly fishing stuff. So I'll like, show me less, show me less. And then I'll be, go back to the gun stuff. It's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's interesting. I mean, there's ways to manipulate it, but like, at the end of the day, it's just showing you what you are most likely to view the most. So if you're not happy with that, then watch things that you like yeah. <laughs> and be good people. Like, let's just be, <laughs> let's just be nice to each other. Yeah. But there are people who wake up every day, Michael, with the motto that I'm not happy till you're not. Happy. Yeah, that's the truth. And that that is, their goal by true. noon is to see how, how unhappy can I be by noon? Yep. So for sure. That's Anyhow. a good quote to end it on. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Just remember <laughs> you, you, me, you, we are the algorithm. Totally. Yes.